Welcome to That's Orgasmic, a podcast discussing the orgasmic and not-so-orgasmic moments of all things sex, relationships, and mental health. I am your host, Emily Duncan, and I'm a sexologist who provides online sex coaching sessions to help you cultivate sexual wellness. So this week, we obviously didn't have a Monday episode because we're just having the one shorter episode today because today is my live show at Piano Bar in Geelong. So technically there is two episodes, but if you're not attending in Geelong, you're missing out. But today I'm going to be answering one of your questions and this question was, can you suggest some new things I could do in bed that would surprise my partner? I mean, we've all heard about normal intercourse and oral sex. Apart from these, what acts can I do to impress somebody? Now, I love this question because we've all been there. We have all wanted to impress somebody. Maybe we have a signature move. Maybe you don't. And that's why we're asking this question because we want to, you know, spice things up and have somebody be like, oh my God, they're amazing in bed. So honestly... The first thing I would do in response to this question to impress somebody in the bedroom is ask them what do they want but do this in an impressive way. Now the reason I say this is because if I say okay here's this amazing act now go do it one person may love it and the next person may hate it. Also This person who asked the question didn't say, can you give me an amazing blowjob tip or this tip or that? Like, it was so broad. So, like, it's nearly impossible to answer. Um, And, like, sure, surprising somebody with some skills can be great. But having sex with somebody in the exact way that you want to be pleasured can be even hotter. Often, when we do approach a partner, however, with this question and, you know, ask, What do you like in bed? How do you want to be pleasured? What position do you want to do? What should we do next? You're met with a, I don't know. And this can be super frustrating. But when you are the person who is being asked this question, depending on the context, you may feel too much pressure to have a genuine answer. You might just go blank or maybe you've actually never thought about what you really like or want. I ask this to my clients all the time. What turns you on? What do you like? And they look at me blank. They don't have an answer or they can only tell me like two or three things. So it's important then to create the right context when asking this question. And the best time to ask this is often outside of the bedroom. For example, when you're having a glass of wine together or on a date night And you can ask them, hey, I want to talk about, you know, our desires or what turns us on or about our sex so that they can, you know, be prepared for that. Now, obviously, if this is a one night stand and you only do have the bedroom to work with, that's fine. You can still ask before you get down or dirty or during. Um, It just, you know, might not be as a extensive and in-depth chat. It's also super helpful to have your own answer to this question so that you can facilitate the conversation. If the other person is nervous or too scared to say, you know, their desires and what they want first, 
and you're able to come in and be like, okay, this is what I like. How do you feel about that? Do you think you'll like that too? It can really help just the conversation flow. Um, and honestly, if you're expecting an answer out of somebody, you got to be able to give it, you know, give it back to. Another reason why it's important to ask outside of the bedroom and not necessarily when you're in bed, you know, having sex with somebody is that they might not feel completely safe or comfortable to truly say what they want um, because, you know, it's quite a vulnerable position to be in and often people are too scared to talk during sex anyway. Like people are scared of dirty talk, let alone to stop and be like, hey, what position should we do next? So it just takes the pressure off to do it in a different environment. So if I was going to approach this myself, I would take some initiative because that's hot. I know personally, that's a turn on for me, somebody who takes initiative. So plan a time where you can both sit down and explore each other's desires together. Now, asking the what do you desire question is great, but coming into this with tools to guide the conversation is even better. I would use something like a yes, no, maybe list, like the one I have on my website to do this. I'll link this in the show notes um, if you are wanting to use a yes, no, maybe list. But basically, this is a list that has a whole heap of different sexual acts from choking to public sex to feet to watching porn together to cuckolding and so on. You can either say, yes, I would absolutely love that. Maybe, like I'll try it later or maybe depending on how I'm feeling or no, absolutely not. Then you can say whether you'd like to give or receive that act because that can be different too. So if your partner says yes to something, I encourage you to then ask them how they like to receive or experience that sexual act because that can be different for everybody as well. For instance, somebody might like to be choked in one way and another person in a different way. So get into the details, get them to show you, try it together. This will be the best way to learn. There are also a whole lot of card games out there now where you can ask questions about sex for couples and this can be a great way to spark conversation that isn't just focused on sexual acts. A deck of cards that I love is the Curiosity Cues by Bush so I'll also link these in the show notes and another option that you can do is to either watch certain TV shows and movies that depict certain um, sexual acts or relationship dynamics like for instance non-monogamy or BDSM and sit there and be like oh how do you feel about this does this turn you on watching it would you ever want to explore this and then it's not like you've necessarily come out and be like to your partner hey I want to do this thing it's oh it's, it's here let's just talk about it what a coincidence so that can be a great way or you can also watch porn together um, not only might this turn you both on and help you get down and dirty, but you can watch different types of porn and talk about what you liked in the porn, what you didn't like in the porn, what positions you would like to try. Did you like the dirty talk they used? Did you like the sex toys they used? Did you like how vocal they were? Did the kinks they were acting out turn you on? The important thing to remember though is that this is acting porn isn't realistic so you know if you go and reenact what you've seen in the porn it might not look the same there's also a whole lot of stuff they often leave out like negotiation of sexual acts to be done consent boundaries lube condoms check-ins aftercare so it's not always realistic um 
So just keep that in mind, but it might just spark some ideas that you can then use in your sex, but in a way that feels good for you. Now, if I do have one tip, one thing I can tell you to do in response to this question, it is to slow the fuck down. Hard and fast sex has its place, but slow it down. Build arousal. Tease them. Everything feels 10 times better when you're properly aroused. So any new moves you do are going to feel even better if the person you're doing it to is properly aroused. Especially if you're having sex with people who have a vulva. Which, by the way, fun fact, takes vulva owners 20 to 40 minutes to become fully aroused. So this is why this arousal and taking it slow is important. So your magic trick can be fully arousing them. Not just one sexual position or sexual act make the whole experience impressive by really turning them on. This sex, this arousal can start outside of the bedroom too. Send them a hot text. Put your hand around their waist. Kiss their neck. Put your hand on their thigh while driving. There is literally so much you can do. Foreplay also begins from the last time you have sex with that person. Use this time wisely. Build desire build arousal and turn them on. Now, another important thing is if you are going to change up the sex and slow it down is that the person you're doing this to may not be used to all of the tension being on them or slower play. And this might make them, you know, be in their head and not be present in their body. So a very hot thing you can do is say something to them to help them stay in their body, to help them not get lost in their thoughts or worries. So you could say something like, every time you get distracted or your mind wanders, I want you to bring your attention to how what I'm doing feels. You could also say something like, take all of the time you need to orgasm or enjoy this pleasure. There's no rush. I want to focus on you. And this will hopefully help them stay with the feeling of pleasure and, you know, not get lost in their head and their thoughts and their feelings. Because often, you know, when things do slow down and the attention is just on you, it can be, it can be a lot, it can be a new experience and it gives you the time to, you know, to think. And we want to not think and get in our bodies. So... My apologies to this person who asked this question that I didn't just give you one sexual act to blow somebody's mind. But as a sexologist, I just couldn't do that. It would be an injustice to the diversity of people out there who have sex. But I hope this was helpful. So thank you, Shaggers, for listening. As always, please reach out with any comments, questions or stories either through my Instagram at That's Orgasmic or my email emilyduncan at thatsorgasmic.com. Please subscribe on whatever platform you used to listen to this podcast and leave a review as I'd love to know what you're thinking. So thank you, Shaggers, and I'll see you next time. <gasps>